All right, good afternoon, ladies and gents. It's Mino Mateo. Hope that you guys are doing well. So, again, Mino stickers are in, guys. We have a new video out for the patrons. If you have not went to go check that out, patrons, go check it out. Uh, it's not that crypto-related, but we do talk about why crypto is not going to solve all the problems that people think it will. But nevertheless, the wonderful private Freedom Coin Covenant is going to help us be more free in an unfree world. Basically, that's the whole message there. But um, yes, thank you for everyone else supporting the channel. Thank you for the donations, the super chats, everything that you guys do to help support our movement to make freedom alive in the world and crypto to be what it should be, which is private on the base layer, which is fungible, which is easily accessible to the masses, which right now it's not so much because... The centralized exchanges are not exactly helping us out too much. Conbase, as one person called it, not exactly being so friendly to Monero, but nevertheless, Havana is coming, and one of you asked me to do a video on that. Uh, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. Um, by the way, for the patrons, we do do videos for the people who are of a particular rank. So if you want to help support the channel and you want me to give back value to you, that'd be great. Otherwise, we're probably just going to keep rocking and rolling with what we're doing. But I want to talk today about... Taxes. Um, I'm still working on that Darrow video. That's probably going to be out sometime tomorrow or maybe next week. But today I want to go over some developments that are happening in regards to tax. That sounds boring. It's not going to be boring. This is going to make Monero just look hyper mega super bullish um, as just about every piece of news does. Uh, it's like every time you see a news article, guys, just think to yourself, bullish Monero. Because <laughs> everything is bullish Monero right now. Now, why it is that there are twice the number of short positions against Monero as there are long positions, I'll leave that to you guys to riddle and figure out. Um, we have some theories behind that. Go check out our videos that we did on that. But uh, nevertheless, we're going to be talking about developments that are happening in regards to global taxes, in regards to unrealized capital gains taxes, and in regards to how it is taxes going to play into blockchain, artificial intelligence, and the world to come, and why it is you don't want to have your wealth on a public blockchain. This is the theme of this video and many of the videos that we've done. Like you just don't want to have your wealth sitting there for everybody to see, especially these lawless crooks. I mean, they're talking about now taking away government benefits like social security from people who haven't had the stabby yet. I mean, these people will do anything to get your wealth or just not to give you wealth. Uh, they're getting to the point now where they're running out of money inflation is getting off the hook, which means they need to extract more wealth from the population. And guys, there's a communist kind of element to this. There's like a socialist movement happening here in the United States and abroad throughout the world. And that plays into what we talked about in that video, uh, namely the dying of the spirit of the law. Um, we go into that in the Patreon video, but nevertheless, I mean, I don't see that turning around. Socialism is coming. Perhaps global communism, which is enforced through global surveillance and AI and blockchain and all this other stuff is coming. And so you don't want to have your wealth on a public blockchain. They're going to come after it. They're going to come try to take it, which is my strong belief. And people think they're, they're opting out of the system by getting into Bitcoin and some of these other blockchains like Ethereum, which is even easier to track and trace than Bitcoin. I was looking into that today for uh, the Darrow video, comparing that to Ethereum. So much better, it seems. But nevertheless, I mean, Ethereum is very, very easy to track and trace. And uh, when they're going to be rolling out tax to be interoperable with these public blockchains, 
when they come out with unrealized capital gains taxes, which as we're about to get to, they're talking seriously about now. I mean, you're seeing more of this come to the public consciousness. And when it comes to global taxes, which means that you're not going to be able to escape. It's just, I can't emphasize enough how big these private blockchains that we're into, the Freedom Coin Covenant, is going to be. It's going to be stupid, goofy, okay? Like, we're so early on this, guys. It's like, I don't even want to say it's 2013 Bitcoin. It's like we are at, like, 2009. It's like, hey, Satoshi, hey, nice to meet you. What's your, what are you working on right now? Oh, Bitcoin? Cool, let me get some. Like, that's where we are in regards to the arc, the timeline of this stuff. We're so early, guys. Just keep the faith. I know that there's some shenanigans going on with the price who cares? Just keep getting after it. Keep getting in. I mean, there's some great tech coming to the surface here, and all of it's going to be very much needed in this brave new world. So I, let's start out with this tweet here. I was talking about uh, this tweet that Zero Hedge came out with. They said Democrats are considering taxing mark-to-market gains. And if you don't know what mark-to-market is, it's basically a method of accounting that a lot of traders use. Uh, traders, because it's their day job, will do something called mark-to-market where um, at the end of the year, if they still have positions, what they'll do is they will report the gain or the loss on those positions uh, on their taxes, um, even though they haven't sold the position. So basically, it's unrealized capital gains, except they're going to enact that for the billionaires, the bad people that you're not supposed to like, right? Who give you the jobs, who you know invest in a lot of the corporations, which give you jobs, and uh, stuff like that, which means costs are going to be passed down to you. I mean, nothing is isolated, guys, in an economy. But nevertheless, um, and by the way, it's going to work its way down because the camel's getting its nose under the tent. But it's unrealized capital gains taxes. It's basically wealth confiscation. And so their stocks, uh, importantly, their crypto, whatever gains they have on that, boom, you're going to have to pay tax on. And the first year is just going to be, like, epic, dude. Like, I I'm not sure how they're going to be able to do this without causing a massive sell-off in stocks and in crypto uh, because they're going to have to get the liquidity to pay these taxes. And, you know, these assets have only been going up, mind you, because of the central bank money printing. All of that inflation has been going in to asset prices like crypto, like real estate, stocks, bonds, etc. And so they're going to have to liquidate a lot of that stuff because presumably they have a lot of gains. And so then they're going to have to get that cash to then pay the government. Those, uh, on those gains. Now, this is just being considered, right? And this has been considered ever since 2019, uh, and perhaps even before that. But Ron Wyden, who is the hero on the hill for the crypto bros, uh, who were upset about a particular piece of legislation which was getting out there about a month ago, talking about making everybody into a broker, uh, even like miners and node operators. The language is really vague, and so a lot of crypto people freaked out about it. And one of the people who came to the fore to fight for the crypto bros, ironically, was Ron Wyden, who is like the guy behind unrealized capital gains taxes, which if enacted, is going to new crypto, 100%. At least the public blockchains. A lot of that wealth is going to go into Monero, probably. Pay your taxes, guys. Disclaimer, disclaimer. And remember, I am a tax accountant. I know this stuff. I am an enrolled agent. So look, I know um, how this stuff works. I know this would be catastrophic for crypto. Um, it would cause mass liquidations. I mean, maybe it'd be a good dip to buy, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're buying crypto to be in an inflation hedge, right, and the adoption phase has largely ended, which it hasn't. I mean, there's still a lot of adoption to go. But that's going to eat into your 
wealth, literally, especially if they move it down to people like you and me, which I predict is coming because like the income tax enacted in 1913, which is only supposed to be for the rich so that they can fund the war effort so that they can be patriotic too. Well, now all of us are patriotic. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? But it moves its way down. That's how these things work. And you're going to um, have your wealth literally sucked out of you. Um, you know, because well, we'll get to that. I just want to stop ranting and get to the next article. So there's a lot of uh, debate and discussion going on about Kirsten Cinema because she's not so on board with uh, undoing the Trump tax cuts on corporations, which dropped the tax rate to I think 21 percent. It was much higher before. I think it was like 35 percent or something like this. It was ridiculous, but. Um, yeah, she doesn't want to undo the tax cuts. She doesn't really want to tax the corporations that much. Um, but now they're talking about different ways that they could fund this new Build Back Better bill. And one of the ways that they're talking about is unrealized capital gains taxes, mark to market for the billionaires, right? To make sure they pay their fair share. So check it out. Let's go down here. Uh There are just a couple distinct statements I want to get to in regards to this. I just specifically want to talk about the mark-to-market thing. All this stuff doesn't really matter to me. They're just going to print money and finance this stuff anyway. It's going to be financed through the basement of the money, and we're going to pay for it. It's not going to be the billionaires. But um, they want to raise these taxes for the child tax credit, Medicare, Medicaid, expansion, paid leave, and more. And by the way, they're going to have to raise a lot of taxes to pay for a lot of these uh, benefits. Uh, I forgot what the technical name of it was. It's like indiscretionary spending, the opposite of discretionary spending. It's like spending that can't be done away with because those are, oh yeah, unfunded obligations. That's what it is. Well, the cost of living adjustments are going to have to go up significantly on that, right? Because inflation is going through the roof, even in accordance with the CPI. And so they're going to have to adjust the payments for Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security to keep up with that inflation. Otherwise, like the people who are depending on this stuff are just going to be bled out. And so that's going to mean the government has to pay out more. And it's kind of like a vicious cycle, right? Because if the government's being paid uh, through inflation, or at least financed through inflation, in order to cover a lot of these unfunded liabilities, which are huge, by the way, um, and that creates inflation, well, they're going to have to print more money in order to cover that cost of living adjustment. And then they're going to have to print more money to cover that increase. Uh, and then it's just like a vicious cycle. So that, that's kind of where we are. Um, but let's go down here. Do-do-do. Senator Ron Wyden, here we go. Uh, so let me just say this first. In some ways, the other proposals are a much more direct tax increase on high-income people. So... If what she's trying to do is protect the wealth of the very rich people, pushing Democrats to a mark-to-market structure or even a wealth tax actually makes that harder, not easier. Um, So, yeah, they're going to find a way to get the money somehow. And this is what I keep saying on this channel. Uh, If they do come out with like a Bitcoin standard, let's say that by some miracle we actually do go to a Bitcoin standard, like the central bank digital currency fails, and then they... Uh, relinquish power to the Bitcoin bros, and then Bitcoin becomes our new world reserve currency. Okay, we're still heading into socialism and communism. (laughs) Like, Bitcoin does not fix that, you understand? Because 
just because they're not going to be able to print money anymore doesn't mean that they're not going to tax you. It's not like the end of taxation, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not the end of people being dependent on the government. That's not the end of the workforce being hollowed out and not having the skills necessary to even work and sustain themselves, especially in this new artificial technology revolution uh, where a lot of this stuff is being automated now. A lot of jobs are being automated. And that's why you have people like Andrew Yang saying that we need universal basic income. We need to pay everybody stimulus all the time, which was laughable a couple of years ago. Now it's happening. And people now think that's a thing. And so it's not like you're going to do away with all that. The government's going to have to raise money somehow in order to prevent like a socioeconomic collapse. And so they're going to make up for that funding gap that they can't get through just debasing the money supply and expanding credit by taxing you. And Bitcoin makes it very, very easy to tax you. They know your balances. They know all the transactions that you're making. They can get that money. They can get that dough, ladies and gentlemen. So don't think that you can get away and like opt out of the system with Bitcoin. It's just not true. In fact, it makes it easier for them to get your money. <laughs> and I don't think people quite understand this yet. Uh, I hope that people find these videos and wake up to this. Uh, but yes, just think of this, a wealth tax, which is a tax on everything that you own. It's not the money you make. It's what you have now. It's wealth confiscation. That's what that is. They're going to take your stuff. So Elizabeth Warren has been talking about that for years. Uh, we'll see where that goes. But Mark to Market is basically on the road to that because that's basic. Uh, that is unrealized capital gains taxes, right? So, and we've talked about that before. Check out our videos on that. This is not the first time we've discussed this. Uh, those of you who have been with the channel, this isn't anything new to you, but this is just kind of an update as to where we are with that. We're seeing more conversation in regards to this. So Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, the chairman of the Tax Writing Senate Finance Committee. I actually did not know he was the chairman of the Tax Writing Senate Finance Committee. That is concerning. Because this is the guy behind the push for unrealized capital gains taxes. Wow, that is something to note right there. So he said that Democrats have plenty of alternatives to choose from, including one of his own tax capital gains. One of his own to tax capital gains. Well, it's not capital gains. They already do that. I don't know who wrote this article. It's unrealized capital gains. And that's a big difference, right? That is a big, big difference. And I bet... Uh, Purple hands right here. The salsa man, Bernie Sanders, he would get behind it too. Uh, Senate Democrats can't spare any votes. Yeah, we don't need to get into politics. I don't care. But check it out. Uh, but cinema's position is leading Democrats to dust off older ideas in search for backups. Chief among them is a billionaire's income tax. And this is so misleading, right? It, it's not going to be just for the billionaires. It's going to move its way down to everybody. And then it's not income tax. Because it's literally not even income that you're getting. It's just appreciation of assets. So they're going to market this stuff. They're going to deceive. But that's how they're going to sell it to you. Uh, and just that's that's interesting. So this is being authored by Wyden, who's, again, the uh, chairman of the Tax Writing Senate Finance Committee. That is amazing. Which targets unrealized gains on assets. Importantly, it means assets that have not been sold, but whose value still went up, would be taxed annually. Amazing. For the wealthy, assets are a much more sizable part of income compared to the typical worker. Well, it's not income. Again, I don't know who's writing these articles. It's just capital appreciation. 
Now, if you sell it, I mean, if you, if you hold an asset for under a year and you sell it, that's considered income. If you hold it for more than that, it's considered a capital gain. And if it's marked to market, then it's going to have to be income because you're going to have to pay the tax on the gain that you had in that asset that year. Which, by the way, means that you're just going to have this consistent schedule, by which case there is a mass sell-off in assets going into the end of the year. And, you know, November, December, in order to pay for these taxes, uh, people are going to have to sell a lot of stock. People are going to have to sell a lot of crypto. And um, maybe people front-run this and they sell even before that. I don't know. I don't know. But that is going to become a thing, I imagine. Uh, if you work a salary job... You probably pay an income tax. Uh, meanwhile, if you're a billionaire holding profitable stocks, you're paying a preferential tax rate if you decide to sell and won't pay a dime until you do. Well, why would you? I don't understand that. Of course you don't. Why should you pay money for holding something? It doesn't make sense. But that is sort of the level of education that people have. Like People think that that's reasonable. And as the population gets more desperate, I'm telling you, this is going to become a thing. They're talking about it now. It's on the public consciousness that this can be done. So <laughs> they're being dramatic. There is, in a sense, in which we no, lo no longer live in a democracy. We live under the tyranny of Kirsten Cinema. Yeah, we don't live in a democracy, I agree. Uh, it's certainly not under this lady. <laughs> you guys are funny. You guys crack me up. Uh, and this is just another article that goes into... This, but one thing I do want to note is that a lot of this stuff is being sold as a way to raise money to fight climate change. So, again, as we mentioned in our MasterCard carbon card video, um, they're going to make this into a moral crusade, they're going to make this into like a World War III type deal, and it is typically in wars and in moral fights, right? That's where you get the craziest ideas for government expansion and new tax initiatives. And so I expect this to be also something which encourages the sale of this new piece of legislation, this new tax initiative. We need to save the earth, right? I mean, what can't you have done if you're arguing that, yeah, by the way, we need to save the earth. That's why we're doing this. What can't you do? That's my question. Because who doesn't want to save the earth, right? He is, however, on board with basic means of funding the bill, such as tax increase on corporations and high earners and reforms and blah, blah, blah. Where's the sentence I was looking for? Maybe I should just skip this and get to the important stuff. I think that just about covers all I wanted to cover in this particular article. But... Yeah, annual tax on unrealized gains by the billionaires. And look, if it's just the billionaires, again, um, if they sell a lot of their assets near the end of the year to raise the capital to pay these taxes, and that's going to impact the little guy who are holding those assets, right? They're going to take losses, and maybe they want to front-run the billionaires, right? And maybe the billionaires then want to front-run them. It, you know, it's just chaos, right? So, ba 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 Billionaires are going for years and years paying no income taxes. They pay a lot of taxes. They may not pay income tax, but they certainly pay a lot of taxes. It's a total lie. 
Uh, but anyways, yes, that is part of the conversation, and I just wanted to bring that to your attention. And here we see Elizabeth Warren on this scene. And by the way, these unrealized capital gains taxes, they're sponsored by Biden himself. He's okay with this. He's pers- he's totally on board. Um, so is Janet Yellen, the head of the Treasury Department. Instead, Biden's advisors said that they're pursuing a range of ideas that could still raise substantial sums of money from corporations and the rich, including a tax on billionaires' assets that resemble a more modest version of the wealth tax championed by Elizabeth Warren. So, yeah, Biden's on board. Many senators are on board. Janet Yellen, former head of the Federal Reserve, Treasury Secretary, is on board. So just understand that this is not like total crazy loony conspiracy stuff. Like this stuff could happen. It's not. And the implications be significant. So this article is the Washington Post. This article is Slate. I know. And then this is Business Insider. So those are the sources for those. But let's move on to the next development here. Um, I commented on this in a recent video, but I just want to gloss back over this because this is key again camel getting the nose under the tent 136 countries agreed to a global minimum tax for corporations in historic oecd deal now how do you think they sold this guys those greedy corporations those multinational corporations they're not paying their fair share right again they get you to have a scapegoat they get society to dislike a particular segment of society then they pass laws and initiatives and legislation to go after that portion of society that everybody hates. And again, this is just a fundamental part of democracy and how democracy leads to the growth of tyranny. And then those legislative initiatives, which are employed against that small minority group or whoever it is that everybody doesn't like, then that gets expanded to include everybody. Then everybody's at risk. And that's just how this works. So it's corporations today. It's you and me tomorrow. It's billionaires today. It's you and me tomorrow. So just understand that. Um, you know, just like in the Soviet Union, it was the Christians then, and then it was everybody, right? And then in Germany back in the day, you know, same thing. First they came for blah, blah, blah. So while the OECD has trumpeted the agreement as a major victory, civil society groups have slammed the deal for pandering to tax havens at the expense of poor nations. Well, we'll get to tax havens here in a sec. Those are under attack as well. And those aren't going to be as fail-safe either. Again, hyper-mega-bullish for Monero, but more than 130 countries have signed on to a deal that would tax multinationals at a minimum rate of 15%. And by the way, those costs are going to go back uh, down to you. By the way, trickle-down taxation in a bid to clamp down on profit shifting and aggressive tax avoidance. Uh, well, you guys make the law, right? The agreement pushed by the United States and coordinated by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development would also require companies to pay taxes in the countries where they do business. And so the way that they've argued this, as far as I could tell, is uh, a lot of the poorer countries are getting taken advantage of, and we need to make sure that the corporations are paying their fair share to these poor countries so that the corporations, the big bad wolves, are just taking advantage of these poor people and then sending a lot of that money back to first world countries. So it's de facto 
international socialism, which is being set up through tax law, international tax law. So just expect more of that as well. Because um, there are no capitalist countries left on Earth, as far as I can tell. And this is one thing that I comment on in regards to El Salvador. Great, El Salvador is adopting Bitcoin. But El Salvador has a history of socialism. And so if you've got Bitcoin and a socialist regime comes into play, you've got one of these like weird Shiva walls where everything is totally centralized. They can KYC the hell out of you and they know everything about you and how much Bitcoin you have, who you're trading with, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's not going to be hard for them to take your money, again, because it's a public blockchain. So the whole world is moving towards socialism and a global communist dictatorship that is sponsored by artificial intelligence and mass surveillance. I don't know, again, I don't understand the value proposition of public blockchains where your wealth is just sitting there, but nevertheless. Um, coming after years of corporate tax scandals, the agreement takes aim at tax havens that have used sweetheart deals and low corporate tax rates to lure international business customers seeking to slash billions of dollars from tax bills. Tax exposés that have been credited with uh, building momentum for the international agreement include the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, Paradise Papers, and Lux Leaks, which have uncovered extensive and baroque measures firms take to move profits to tax havens to lower their tax bills. So this is in response to tax havens. Um, No matter what country you are in the world, 136 countries, it's a lot. Uh, You're going to have to pay a minimum tax uh, so that you can't escape the tax laws of certain countries. So the OECD secretary said this was a major diplomatic victory. The international tax arrangements are fairer. Here we go. And we're going to get to this here in a sec. This is a really interesting development that I want you guys to note for what we're about to get to. It is a far-reaching agreement which ensures our international tax system is fit for purpose in a digitalized and globalized world economy. Right. And blockchain is going to play into that. And we talked about this in our AI tax and blockchain video, but we're briefly going to go back over that again just to refresh some of the new subscribers because we've had a lot of new subscribers come to the channel welcome but uh i want you guys to take a look at this here and by the way this is the hindu times this is the international consortium of investigative journalists the previous article this guy says yeah there's a global tax revolution going on how does that make you feel (laughs) probably not too good so let's just go ahead and get to this article uh check it out This is what lawahead.ie.edu is saying. And by the way, this law school pumps out a bunch of lawyers who go to work for the biggest multinational companies in the world. The same multinationals that are going to be submitting to this new global minimum tax and are going to have to be coming into compliance with that. This is what they are saying. So check it out. So they say, Hold on, let me let me find it here. Well, let's just talk about the conclusions. I'm not going to go look for it. Um, the fundamental... All right, there are two main emerging digital elements that led to the rise of the digital economy 
and that generated heated discussions around uh, international tax, basically. They are AI, which is becoming a reality, and blockchain, which is now working in our favor as the basis, a, way, a new way of producing international tax regulations, supporting a highly principled and more nimble tax policy design. The fundamental supranational issue here is that the enormous economic interdependencies generated between countries, regions, uh, throughout the digitized economy collide with many countries taking unilateral paths under their tax sovereignty. This is why we need to define a minimum set of system logic rules we can use to automate the execution of certain parts of the international economy tax system on a controlled basis. Through some tax regulation segments being transformed into software code and matching the dynamism of the digital economy. So read that again, guys. This is key. First off, just note here, they're talking about taking unilateral paths under their tax sovereignty. And as you're going to start to note here, they're talking about global government at this point, global international tax systems, which meld all the tax laws of the world's countries together. But just note this here. Through some segment of tax regulation being transformed into software code. So they're talking about integrating tax code into computer code and making that interoperable with tax. So as noted here, we'll need to reduce some segments of tax regulations to a machine learning mode. So every tax regulatory body will have a legislation as code portion. Legislation as code. When this challenging but possible task is complete, we'll need to shift our attention to the issue of algorithmic governance. Now, how excited does that sound? Someone called Schwarzenegger, right? Artificial intelligence in tax administration. So that's coming. Simplify first before securing controllable tax regulations as code through blockchain-based technology. Whew. Does that not just send shivers down your spine? And other articles that we've looked at want to make smart contracts interoperable with this kind of artificial intelligence tax administration. Um, and apparently it's rather easy to do that. It's not that difficult. So that's coming as well. Public blockchains are going to be made interoperable with international tax codes, which have that code embedded into computer code. So it's going to be very easy to render your tax liability and maybe to make you pay that tax liability because artificial intelligence is going to be involved. So that is something to note. And this is the Pandora Papers. Some of you had sent me this article to look into. I looked into it a little bit. There's a lot here to dig through, to be honest with you. But the main gist to take away from this is in this article. So they're talking about here, uh, MEPs who are like politicians in Europe, call for investigations, clampdowns, and new laws. And what are they talking about? What kind of new laws? Well, tax laws to prevent this. The EU needs to take a close Attention. The, let me just read the sentence. I'm jumping around. Um, adopting a resolution, MEPs identified what they see as the most urgent measures the EU needs to take close loopholes 
D- does anyone write in English anymore? Goodness gracious. Oh, this is written by the European Union. That's why. Low IQ. Uh, that currently allow for tax avoidance, money laundering, and tax evasion on a massive scale. They also called for legal action to be taken by the Commission against EU countries that do not properly execute existing laws. And so, in this article, they talk about expanding their tax uh, enforcement units. The Commission itself should assess whether national financial intelligence units are sufficiently well-resourced. And we're seeing the same thing here in the United States. I mean, they want to give the IRS like $80 billion in this new bill to go after people um, and to crack down on tax cheats and to uh, strengthen their enforcement measures. And one of the main groups they're going to be going after, by the way, and they've said this, is crypto people. They said that they get, on average, 5 to 1, uh, a return of 5 to 1 on people that they go after. Um, and with crypto people, it's much more. It's much, much more. So just note that, guys. Whenever you do stuff on the blockchain, it's there forever, and they're going to be looking at it. That evidence will be used against you. And that's what I'm going to start saying about public blockchains now. Whatever you do on public blockchains can and will be used against you. Because it's true. So here we go. This is interesting. And by the way, we've talked about the EU wanting to establish a asset registry system, which is going to play into the Internet of Things, where everything's going to be chipped, and every piece of property that you own is going to be uploaded into a data system, which is managed by the European Union. (laughs) So, again, just it's hard to overstate how bullish we are on Monero here, and private digital assets. Um, That's going to be so important. I can't even begin to tell you. Parliament urges member states and the commission to do more regarding the identification and sharing of information of beneficial owners, those persons ultimately profiting from a shell company structure. So, yeah, they're going to crack down. They're going to prevent more people from using these tax havens. The resolution calls the current EU blacklist of tax havens a blunt instrument, unable to catch some of the worst offending countries. MEPs proposed numerous ways to improve this listing process, including widening the scope of practices that are considered typical makers or markers of tax haven and reforming the process of deciding which jurisdictions are included. So, yeah, just more crackdowns going on. And when people figure out that the global surveillance is going to get so out of control that you can't use these tax havens, there's no getting out of, um, you know, the new coming monetary system of AI and blockchain and central bank digital currencies and all this stuff. There's no way to hide your wealth. You're going to see an antediluvian level of funds flow into the Freedom Queen Covenant, Monero, Darrow, Parchain, etc. Uh, it's just going to be ridiculous. Um, so we are anticipating that. So I just want to end with a cope. Go check out our video, BitCope. There are a lot of BitCopers around. And I made a tweet today. I don't know if these people understand that Bitcoin isn't private. Um, and if they do understand that Bitcoin is private, I don't think they understand the implications of that. 
Um, I know that we're very biased here on this channel for private digital currencies, but look, if you don't get that we're going into a kind of dystopian, technocratic, authoritarian, global, communistic system, <laughs> and you're thinking that Bitcoin is going to be your way out, or or you think Bitcoin's cool, or what? Like, you're behind the curve, in my opinion. That's that's not great. That's not going to be very helpful to you. So, anyways, Marty Bent. This random dude on Twitter, I just found a tweet of, the competition is looking to track and report any transaction over 600 bucks. Now, what I've read is they've rolled that back a little bit because the backlash was just so intense, but that's just where they're at. That's where they're going, guys. That's the direction we are going. And there's nothing out there to indicate that this trend is rolling back. We're getting more government liberties. They're reining back and rolling back the authoritarian uh, financial state and the surveillance thereof no i mean they're making their move and maybe this is just like a trial balloon to see what the public response would be and how it is they could uh make their move next time with maybe a different sales pitch i don't know these people are nifty right tracking to normalize taxes on unrealized gains and it doesn't understand man i'm off tonight and doesn't understand that companies will raise prices if they have more money stolen from them via higher tax rates a bitcoin standard is inevitable oh lord have mercy give me an f for this brother give me an f a bitcoin standard is inevitable i mean with all the stuff going on you pray that it isn't inevitable because they're just gonna rob you blind seriously so at least he understands that unrealized gains is coming, but just maybe he doesn't understand the implications of this. Um, because Bitcoin as of now is a commodity, and they're going to be rolling out the CBDC, and if the CBDC for whatever reason fails, then they're just going to do something else, which makes their, sure they're in control of the money. They're going to try to keep control of the money, ladies and gentlemen. So that's it. It's late. I got to this video late. I was spending all day looking into Darrow. It's... Pretty wild technology, dude. And so I was just wrapping my head around that. Deep diving into that pool of insanity. But uh, yeah, that'll be out tomorrow. I think I've got the tabs pulled up. But nevertheless, that's it. Those are the developments. Guys, 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 guys. Global taxes are going to lead to a global political state. And we talked about this in our AI tax and blockchain video. You have the establishment of a tax system first, an economic system first, before you have the establishment of a global political system. Um, and that is what they're building right now, in my opinion. They do want a global government. They do want a global government. And to some degree, they have that already with the United Nations and uh, everything like this. But I think they want to further solidify that. And, uh, yeah, I, I would just keep a lookout for the developments regarding tax. Because even though we always say pay your taxes on this channel, uh, a lot of people are not going to want to do that. <laughs> Especially when the government has become so obviously uh, uh, defiant in regards to the interests of their own people. A lot of people are not going to want to pay their taxes. Because these people have just completely lost the plot. I mean, the borders are wide open. Um, you know, just the military seems to be operating very incompetently. And I could go on and on and on. I don't even want to rant about it. But just keep a lookout. 
Like, people are going to learn more about this stuff. People are going to wake up to this stuff. It's going to be epic. Like, again, when Monero begins to take off, when the Freedom Coin Covenant, the privacy coins, begin to just go nuclear, people are going to panic into these things like you can't believe. It's going to be a panic because people are going to realize, whoa, I can be wealthy and nobody can know about it. That's the opposite of my position now. I got to get into this right now. And even if it's not all their wealth, they're going to have an allocation just to have a hedge against the system that they're in. Because people are going to wake up, they're going to realize when they still have Bitcoin, when they still have crypto, they're in the system still. And the system is not a system which wants to protect their wealth and leave them alone. It's a system which wants to literally parasitically suck the life out of them. Suck the wealth out of them, suck the life, and suck their souls out, I think, ultimately, at the end of the day. But, yeah, um, keep a lookout for this, guys. We're in the right positions. Just stay patient. Good things are happening for our positions. Um, and so, yeah, that's it. Monero Mateo. Hope that you guys have a good night. Uh, I had no coffee today. Are you guys proud of me? <laughs> First day in, uh, like, a month. Many months, actually. I mean, I love that stuff. I just didn't even think about coffee until this moment. But now it's... 1020 i can't obviously i'd be up forever but enjoy the night guys we'll be back tomorrow as we are and the war will continue check out the donation links below if you want to leave it like a private super chat send something through the conceal network through the pirate chain network leave a memo in the pirate chain uh field when you send the donation over we'll have it as like a super chat uh or send through the paypal whatever uh and that is a way that we could support each other so that said, uh, have a good day. Bye-bye.